Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. And you're listening to the Grok Science Show. That's right, it's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and the effects on our daily lives. Coming up on today's program, Shane Mishler will join us to discuss SD Tech. So stay tuned for all of this. Plus the Grokatron 5000. And our world-famous question of the week. Coming right up. Here. On the Grok's Science Show. Science show. Well, navigating your way through the treacherous world of business can be arduous. How can technology help? Joining us today to discuss this issue is Mr. Shane Mishler. Mr. Mishler is the Chief Operating Officer of SD Tech. It's a company whose revenue has more than tripled under his leadership, and he joins us a little bit about this issue for a general audience. And Mr. Mishler, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, really how technology and business intersect. I'm curious how you yourself became involved in this industry and your story. Fantastic, Charles. I'm more than happy to. So my story is is fairly common across a lot of people in my industry. I actually became very interested in technology at an early age, uh, thanks to video games. And that has absolutely stuck with me. Um, I I, I can remember playing games as early as about five or six years old. I spent a lot of time with my father in arcades. And as I grew up, I eventually switched over and, and started learning to play video games on computers and started experiencing issues with the computers I was playing games on. So I didn't have a lot of resources. So I taught myself how to work on computers. And then technology has advanced so quickly over the last two decades, I found myself chasing after various things. In my professional career, I've worked in four main industries. I started off in the restaurant service industry. I then worked in oil and gas, and I worked in a retail space for a little while in the corporate side of things. And then I decided to pursue a career uh, focused on technology. Technology had been supporting me every step of the way. So uh, that's how I got to where I'm at. As you mentioned, technology is advancing rapidly. For someone who's in it, especially for those who sort of rely on it, is it difficult for everybody to keep up? It is absolutely difficult for everybody to keep up. I know that um, our clients look to us as uh, experts in our field, and it can it can be challenging to remain an expert in the field of technology because of how widespread it is. And when we're trying to you know run a successful business, the majority of our time gets spent doing that, which is true for for every industry, no matter uh, what type of business you're running. It's very easy to to get caught up and be in the weeds of things to manage your day-to-day operations. So staying ahead of the curve can be challenging. Fortunately, myself and our CEO of SD Tech, both of us, because of our passion for technology, we spend a lot of time during workday hours, but the majority of our experience comes from outside of work for chasing after the new trends and new technologies and looking at what CES is offering and uh, which is an amazing con- convention annually where they you know, introduce new technology. And, and because it's a passion project, it's something that we stay on top of. But as I was mentioning, our clients look to us as experts in our field. And, and I can say that one of the things that helps separate out small businesses 
you know, from from mildly successful to successful, I, I would love to say that it's just the technology, but that's not true. It's it's knowing that the owner of that business is utilizing the resources around them. So reaching out for things that they're not proficient in and looking for help and guidance rather than trying to do everything 100% on your own. I know that I've fallen victim of that many, many times over my career, something I have to be painfully aware of. But so we reach out and we look for people to assist us, whether it be with consulting or implementation for for various aspects of of our business that we're not professional in. And that's what we offer for small businesses across the United States is when you don't have somebody that's managing your technology and we want to act first as a consultant and make sure that you have somebody that you can reach out to and ask for guidance to make sure that you're doing the right things. And then we assist with the implementation and management afterwards. And Charles, I don't know if you know this, but I would say that one of the biggest pitfalls for a small business owner when it comes to technology isn't knowing what technology is best to implement or uh, not having enough technology. So many people think of it as, I, I don't feel like I have enough, but the most common pitfall is people overspending on the wrong technology. And as a small business owner, you know, you're, it's really easy to find yourself running low on funds. And so when you're spending in the wrong areas, it can, it can prove to be disastrous. I imagine that's the biggest part of your job is finding the right technology that fits the problem within uh, the constraints that small business owner has. Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. And that's our first focus is getting to know what our clients need. What And in order to know what a client needs, you have to understand what they do. And so we spend a lot of time getting to know um, our clients as individuals. We want to know what product they're offering or what service they're offering. And then we want to know about the clientele that they're that they're servicing and it's not until we understand their business from from top to bottom that we can truly be a great partner to them but when uh, we have the opportunity to do that for somebody then we can come in and help them build out a budget and and make sure that they're allocating funds appropriately and not overspending in one area or or underspending and and trying to help them get back to doing what they do best which is taking care of their customers and, and making money Every business is unique. They all have their own individual needs and solutions and the need for a particular uh, tech. But I'm sure you've seen some commonalities, some threads that go along with those businesses that write solutions. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say like some common types of technology that are a good good investment for any small business. Um, one is getting a, a good fit computer. Um, I have seen that a lot of people I know move towards uh, utilizing laptops, which is fantastic. So if you're looking at a laptop, um, make sure that you're you're looking at something that is business-centric. I have seen a lot of clients who um, end up going to Best Buy or Costco or, or some large place, and, and they get upsold on uh, gaming machines. And gaming machines can be great depending on the work that you're doing, but uh, the majority of small business owners are using their laptops for uh, convenience, and they're just checking their emails, maybe looking at a couple of different websites, and then primarily it's going to be running uh, spreadsheets or, or documents. And for that, you know, you you don't need anything that's that's overkill. You don't need a, a high-end gaming graphics card. You don't need uh, the top-of-the-line processor. You don't want to cheap out and, and and cause yourself some inefficiencies. But going with something that's more middle of the road is is highly recommended. And then. 
one of the strong recommendations I would have for any small business owner is looking at getting email with a domain that's specific to you. I can't tell you the number of clients that I have started working with that were still using uh, Yahoo or or Google or Hotmail for their professional email. And it's okay, but spending just a, a few dollars a month to get a unique vanity domain that's, that's specific to you and showcases your business, it's one of the things that helps separate you out from other competitors. And then beyond that, it's it's more manageable for the business side of things, and you can start tying it back into your uh, your office, so your your documents and your Word and spreadsheets and PowerPoint things like that, and just keeping everything a, a little bit more professional. It helps it helps get you in the right mindset. Uh, and then the next thing is having some some level of of cybersecurity. It's it's concerning to me that at this at this point we still have a lot of clients who don't have any type of uh, professional firewall in place, and they're just using what the the ISPs provide them. And when you're offering a service um, to your customers or to your clients, to some degree, you're going to have their information on your hands, and they're counting on you to protect that. So just having some level of of protection in place is is going to be a good place to start. And then backups, backup solution for the computer for your email network and then for your uh, local network. Those are the the four main things that come to mind that I think that all small business owners uh, should be looking at. There's the highs and lows of the economy. How do you make sure that the tech weathers those storms and actually meets the needs through the long term? So again, I would say that this goes back to what I was mentioning early on, Charles, is about um, making sure that you're you're spending in the right ways and not overspending in some areas because uh, unfortunately, you know, things definitely go up and down and depending on uh, what product or service you're offering, it might be a little bit more seasonal or you might be impacted more heavily by politics and our our economy on a day-to-day basis, but making sure that you you have somebody that's assisting you with the long-term planning. And when I say long-term, I I don't necessarily mean five years, but even six months to a year out, if you are are working with some type of a consultant who can assist you in, in, in budgeting for that period of time, it helps to avoid uh, the unknown. That's, that's the biggest thing that I look at. And fortunately with the tech, with the majority of technology that a small to medium sized business is going to be using, um, it's not, you shouldn't have to be adding expenditures on a regular basis. It should be something that is only happening maybe once every two to four years. And so when, when you're thinking about it ahead of time and not just being reactionary, then it's a lot easier to plan for. Those individuals interested in breaking into IT without a background in tech? So that's, it can be difficult to break into tech without a background in technology. And it's interesting that you bring that up. So about two years ago, we were at an event with uh, another managed service provider, so somebody that's in our space as well, an IT company, if you will. And we were sitting down and we were talking and the idea of franchising came up. One of our friends was like, yeah, you can't really franchise a technology company because you have to have somebody who is is very familiar with technology to start it. So it's, it's not really a good franchise opportunity. Uh, Wes, the the owner of SD Tech, um, him and I sat down and we were like, man, we 
I, I really don't like hearing that something can't be done. And both of us, we get challenged fairly easily. And so we took it as a challenge. It's like, how, how can you help somebody who doesn't have a background in technology get into technology? Technology is a very safe operating space. Uh, it's had incredible advancement over the last 40 years, and it continues to have incredible advancement. Um, it's a very secure form of money, very similar to to the, the medical industry. But also like the medical industry, you have to have a great background typically to break out in this space. So we spent um, about six months working to franchise our our business model with the primary goal to be able to offer up our business model to somebody that doesn't have a background in technology. So if, if you're interested in starting a business from scratch in technology and you don't have a background, then that's something that I can uh, further discuss at another point in time. But if you're just a young entrepreneur who's trying to get into technology, then I would suggest first starting in your in your personal life spend a little bit of time looking into certifications. I wouldn't necessarily say chase after the certifications, but you can still spend the time uh, reviewing the information that's that's free and prep yourself for the certifications. And that's a great introduction. Or find some personal hobbies that involve technology. So for me, that's gaming. I also really enjoy podcasts. And so learning a little bit more about how podcasts are set up, the technology that's involved with those, find an interest in film or music. Both of those utilize technology, but just start somewhere that is going to be easier and more appealing to you is is where I would say is a great place to start. Or if you're looking to chase after a career, going down the certification route or reaching out and seeing uh, what franchise opportunities are out there if you're looking to, to make that type of jump. Well, I, th- I think certainly good advice for those folks out there. Uh, we're certainly running out of time, but I may just to close if you have any final words for SD Tech. Uh, so some final thoughts. Something that's been on my mind quite a bit today is regardless of what you're doing, where where you're at in your, in your career and your journey, don't hesitate to get out there and meet new people. And as you're meeting those people, um, when, you, when you come across somebody who you find interesting or maybe... Uh, interest into your business, make sure that you're leveraging those relationships uh, like the way Charles and I are right now with assisting each other in in our own journeys. Make sure that you're getting out there and doing that. And if there's been anything that I have mentioned that you would like to discuss further, you can uh, reach out to us on LinkedIn. You can find me at Shane Mishler on LinkedIn, or you can look on our website at sd-tech.net. We were talking with Shane Mishler. He is the Chief Operating Officer of SD Tech. Mr. Mishler, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show. Thank you, Charles. And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make sure you tune in next week for more from the world of science and technology. If you'd like to contact us here, you can email us at science at groks.net. For Grok Science, I'm Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. Make sure you also see us on the web at www.groks.net. Have a great afternoon and keep on grokking.